How much would your life change if you knew every single time someone told you a lie? Even if that someone was you. Lies like you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you can't own a business, and you definitely will never make more than you did in your old corporate job. Get ready to be proactive, passionate, productive, and oh so profitable in a way you've never before experienced by opening your eyes to the big fat lies. Now, here's the host of Big Fat Lies, business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Oh my goodness, you guys. I'm so glad that you picked today of all days to tune into Big Fat Lies. I met this lovely lady through mutual connections. And what I really love about her is just how pragmatic and practical and easy to understand she is about manifesting, about money, about consciousness, and also about creating in the 5D realm. And so there's a ton of trainers and coaches out there talking about 5D. And Isha has a different way of presenting 5D that's it's accessible, it's reachable, and it's, it's refreshing. <laughs> it's so refreshing. Before we started, I was talking about how, you know, I've been studying consciousness for a very, very long time, and, you know, really did have a family culture of transformation and consciousness um, and spirituality done differently. And so growing up in that realm, that it was okay to ask a question, it's okay to reframe how you think about things, it's okay to have a different life than you have right now was something that was really normal in my upbringing, but it may not have been normal in your upbringing to get to ask questions. And what I do notice out there with, you know, the high level in air quotes uh, gurus that sometimes they have their own language. Sometimes they have their own acronyms and, you know, you have to get trained in their program of manifestation or actualization or alchemy. And I just, I think it should be accessible, you guys. So, you know, if you believe that that's true, that it should be accessible to the everyday person, I want to see an accessible wherever you're listening. And maybe you have the same story that, you know, you've learned from different gurus, you've learned from different trainers, and you didn't feel like their work was accessible. Or maybe when you worked with them, you were able to manifest sometimes, but not consistently. And then when you stepped out of their field, the manifesting, 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 the manifesting kind of went down the drain. And so this is why I wanted to talk to Isha today. She has a natural ability to explain high level multidimensional concepts and spirituality in very easy and simple to understand terms that even a beginner can implement and get started right away. And no matter where you are on your consciousness journey, you are welcome. And there will be valuable gems everywhere. And all you're going to need to do is write some of them down, ask some questions in the chat wherever you are, uh, whatever your platform of choice is, whether you listen to audio or whether you come on YouTube later. We do monitor the chat. And so if you have comments for myself or for Isha, uh, if I can get that information for you, I absolutely will. And if it's information that we need to get from Isha, we definitely will. 
And so Isha is the host and creator of the Global Awakening Summit. And so wherever this is, there's going to be a link for the Global Awakening Summit. And you can get those uh, recordings and you can get that information from the Global Awakening Summit. We're going to get more information about that from Isha. And what you need to know about her is that she's an international channel speaker, author, and healer. She's the founder of the Origin Activation Method, a multidimensional energy healing modality that's currently being taught to world-class coaches, speakers, and entrepreneurs. And in the last five years, Isha has helped over 10,000 people awaken and step into their purpose with abundance. Isha now, now helps six to seven figure transformational leaders 10x their transformational abilities and spiritual connection and make quantum leaps in their business for maximized profit, impact, and ease with origin activation. And so I'm so glad to have Isha here. So Isha, when you think about you 10 years ago and you now, and you know, we're talking about like quitting manifesting, how much of your life were you focused on a manifestation, say, 10 years ago? And can you roll us into what the, um, like, what was the key where you figured it out that all of this manifesting had to stop? I love that question. 10 years ago, I probably wasn't even introduced to manifesting. So I'd say it's been a less than 10 year cycle from starting manifesting, doing the manifesting, manifesting everything I wanted and quitting it all together. Um, and it's been such a massive journey. I would say probably only in the last maybe like one to two years, I've really started to question everything that's been taught by every other coach out there and so much of that has been led by my own spiritual journey because the the journey of awakening for me I mean it started off with um, just just meditation you know meditating all day every day went through a massive awakening about six years ago and that's when I started my business and through the journey of business is where I learned personal development and it's interesting, you know, because, and I want to flag this right at the start of this conversation, there's a big, big difference between personal development and spiritual development. And sometimes people put them in the same bucket and they're not. And what I realized was that manifesting and a lot of the concepts of manifestation of, of I can manifest this and I can have that and I deserve this and, and all of those paradigms, they actually sit in personal development. The distinction between the two is that personal development, which focuses on manifestation, says that I can or I have or I deserve, but it's all focused on the I. And so when you step back from that and you go, hang on a second, okay, yes, let's assume that that's all true. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's all true. You can have it all and you can do whatever you want on this beautiful planet in free will. But if you step outside that paradigm for just a moment and you look through the lens of spiritual development and spiritual development says, I create with God, God flows through me. It almost takes the I out of the equation. Let go and let God, you know. And so, so they they're seemingly two polarities. When you look at it from that angle, it's like personal development is all about I and what I can do, and spiritual development is not about I at all. It's about giving it all to God and letting God do everything, you know. And each of those paradigms are equally in shadow too, because if you're too far in spirituality. These are the people that sit on the mountains and just want to meditate all day, take no responsibility for personal action. It's not me at all. It's all everyone else and blaming and whatever, you know. 
Then you get the people that are too far in personal development that are like, it's me, 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 hustle, hustle, grind, you know, and that's the, I'm just going to do everything I can so I can prove myself worthy to myself, right? Um, and where's, where's the balance, you know, where's the balance? And I think somewhere in between the two is where I learned to quit manifesting altogether, but also recognize that when you transcend the I, there is a space beyond that because most of manifestation, most of law of attraction teaches the I. And I think that's the conversation that I really want to have today about how do we get past that and what's on the other side of that. That's beautiful. So do you guys get that? Like that was just, it was quintessential for you to understand that, you know, your spirit has its own development path and, you know, regardless of what you're doing for your self-development, your spirit actually has an agenda that might not have anything to do with what you consider your talents and capacities and abilities. It might not have anything to do with what you, you know, like say, you know, just for example, I love the number 55. So I'm like, okay, I'll know I've made it when I have $55 million in assets. I'm not stopping until I get to $55 million in assets. So let's just pretend that that's part of my, my self-development path. Well, you know, when, you let go and you let God, that could actually happen in an afternoon. And it could have absolutely nothing to do with you really, other than for a part of your spiritual path, you need to stop, you know, grinding. And so when we put those two together, it's not that the little I, the I, 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 because in some cases, people have been turning their lives over to their family, turning their lives over to, you know, their children, their spouses, their community, their culture. And so they do have to get into a bit of the I before they can get into the manifestation at times. And then there are also times where people take zero responsibility. They're like, well, if I'm supposed to have this, Jesus will give it to me. Yahweh will give it to me. Buddha will give it to me. Muhammad will give it to me. I don't have it yet because, you know, my spiritual deity hasn't given it to me. And I think it's really, really important for people to understand that there is a God within. And so we need to have some conversations with the God within. I love this. Thank you for this conversation. And so when people flip the switch between the little I, you know, it could last a year, it could last six months, but it felt to me like it was quite an instantaneous transformation. Do you remember when you were able to switch from little I, you know, me, me, me manifestation into, you know, this Christ consciousness or whatever you would call it manifestation or not manifesting to be honest with you I think I actually went the other way um and then I've I've gone full circle so I started off with a massive spiritual awakening that was the beginning of the journey I started off in that that oneness and it it was an experience that I had many 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 years ago long before my business long before I was doing any mentoring anything like that and so everything that I have built came through that consciousness. And to be honest, I had to spend years going into the eye. I was almost on the other end of the spectrum where I was almost not in the eye at all. I was just so like out here, you know. And so my journey has been coming in the other way of grounding and embracing the, the eye element in the manifestation, saying, actually recognizing that my actions will create wealth or my, my journey is part of the divine as well. 
Um, and I think the integration in that for me was then taking it all full circle and going, well, it's actually neither one or the other. It's actually a line between, between the two paradigms of, we, yes, we are Christ consciousness. Yes, we are that, that infinite you know, energy that is just existing as pure love creation. And because I had that experience so, so early on, I'm talking like early 20s, I had that experience. So I had that as, as something that I just knew to be very, very true then having to go the other way and actually recognize that there was some personal responsibility that if I wanted to create the world that I wanted to see, I had to get out there and build a business and get on these shows and, you know, be comfortable with money and do sales and, you know, start like releasing these high ticket offers when I felt guided to do so. And it seemed crazy. I mean, I remember the first time I sold my first 100K offer and and I felt this, this thing in my stomach saying, can I really do that? Is this divine? Is this like, you know, is this like ethical, you know? And, and yes, my guidance that came through was, yes, you have to be doing this. And so, so for me, it really was going the other way. But then, but then I got to this point where I was like, okay, cool. Let's just play in that realm for a while. Let's just see what happens. So I did. I really embraced the manifestation. I embraced the, can I get a house? Can I get a car? Can I get a partner? Can I, can I, can I? And I, and I did all of that. I ticked all the boxes, you know? And it wasn't until I'd had all of that, and this is, I think, the beauty in that is, is going through the journey instead of bypassing the journey, which I think a lot of people try and do. You go through the journey, you actually embrace the ego, you embrace the personal desires, you recognize that you can live a luxury, that you can have a nice apartment with a nice view while being a spiritual mentor, you know, because that's such a dichotomy in the industry. It's like, it's like unheard of, you know, people like, it's almost like a shame around that, you know, that, that people project onto spiritual mentors. And um, yeah, then going full circle into recognizing that, I can have the eye, I can have the house, the car, the partner, the, you know, amazing lifestyle, the business, the team, all of those things. And then going, okay, after I have it all, now what's there? So I didn't get to that next stage of awareness in that until I'd gone through the ego journey. And I think that's a piece that people don't always recognize as part of the development. Because if I had that experience very early on, which I did, then then I wouldn't have had the experience of integrating into the physical, which I think is really important. I think that's hugely important to recognize, you guys. We talk about this a ton on this show, that until you have all of your bases covered, you can't actually serve other people. You need to be serving people out of your overflow, not like, oh, well, maybe I'll help these people for free. And then maybe they'll recognize me. And then maybe, 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 you know, you can't write checks. You know, some of you don't even know what that is. But uh, you can't, you know, what do I want to say? There's no charge card with maybe. <laughs> you know, and the ego journey isn't something that is shameful. I really don't believe so. I think it's something that a lot of people need to go through. I would say most people need to go through some somewhat of an ego journey to make sure that even, you know, like when we look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, those two bottom triangles, in fact, all the way up to the top triangle is what you need money for. And so it's really, really important for you to have your bases covered financially. And so that's why I want to talk to the people who are more expert at the energetics of finance. You know, I can talk to you every day, all day about what to do with the money and what to do to get the money. And that's a lot of the stuff that I do in my Escalate program is 
scaling your business. You know, once you actually know what you're doing, then what? But the energetics of money are so, so important. And we're going to go more into the energetics of money and why stopping manifesting and stopping grinding is the way that you need to go in order to be able to have more of it. You're listening to Big Fat Lies. We're on Inspired Choices Network. My name is Jennifer Kramer-Lewis. I'm with Egypt Patel. Join us after the break. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. Oh my goodness. If you were just tuning into the show, you're going to want to scroll back to the beginning of the show. Um, Inspired Choices Network has an app, so you can see all of my Big Fat Lies shows on the app. If you go into podcasts and look for Big Fat Lies, I have a ton of different shows. One of the things that shows up for me a lot is when I bring wealth and money and alchemy and manifestation on the stage for us to talk about my show doubles or triples like you guys just love talking about that. So it's really important to me that you comment and let me know, you know, what is it? What questions do you have? What did you like about the show? Do you want us to bring this guest back and get more information from Isha about why she quit manifesting and what happened in her life after she quit manifesting and how can you pragmatically and practically you know start to introduce that into your life like when Isha was talking about how you know she's kind of gone a full circle journey for herself with her um, you know being able to create what she desires out of thin air and I would say that I have had a similar journey as a very young person. Um, it was just super easy for me to get everything I wanted. Like if I felt like going out for lunch, one of my mom's girlfriends would come and 
pick me up magically. I'd just send it out on the psychic Wi-Fi and they'd pick it up and come and get me. And, you know, we'd go shopping, we'd go for lunch or, you know, or I'd get invited to go into the city with one of my mom's friends. Like it was just, I had this huge social network as a young being. And I don't know, I think it might've been somewhere around like eight or 10 or something like that. Uh, this social network my parents got divorced so I ended up moving into a different place and so my little social network got cut off at that point and so I don't know what I made that mean about me but maybe like if you think about like the first seven years of your life you may have been a better manifester or creating out of thin air type of person at that age and there may have been different stages of growth for you and so that's something I want to ask you about, Isha. Do you remember having a flow of prosperity or being magic with like money or opportunities or gifts as a young person? Yeah, all the time. I mean, this is the thing, right? I, I believe that manifesting is a skill. It's something that everyone can have. Um, I'm a little mindful to go down the path of saying some people are more gifted than others because I don't believe in that at all, like at all. You know, anyone who's listening to this, please hear the message loud and clear that that even though some of us have had this when we were younger, doesn't mean that you can't pick it up at any Asian life. Um, but yes, I can look back on my life and very honestly say that these things just happened to me, you know, like I remember getting my first job. So my first degree was in engineering, you know, it was um, very like academic. I was, I was actually um, tutoring at the university of Western Australia. I was um, just in the, really in that, in the thick of it, you know, in the real academic world. And I had my first published paper in my early twenties. Like I did all of that, you know? Um, yeah, it was crazy. I look back, I'm like, really my resume is freaking amazing. But so I remember my first engineering job, uh, there were over 100 applicants for that job. And my grades, by the way, weren't phenomenal. You know, like I was I was an average student. Like, you know, there were people in, like my friends were probably doing a lot better than me in terms of the actual numbers they got on their transcripts. But out of the over, I think, 100, maybe 110 applicants for this job, I got the job. And I look back on it and I was like, how did that actually happen? I didn't realize there were so many applicants. All of my other friends at the time, they were applying to 50, 60, 100 different opportunities for grad work. I didn't even bother. You know, I got to my fourth year or fourth or fifth year of university and you have to do your, your placement, right? We all have to do this placement. And so, yeah, people are frantically applying to it. They want to get the big companies. They want to work at the mining firms, the Woodsides, your Chevrons, you know, that sort of thing. And I just found this one opportunity. I can't even remember how it came across. I think somebody told me about it or something like that. And I hadn't even started my applications at this point. And then I applied to this one company. I put in one application, you know, <laughs> and I just felt like, I was like, yeah, I feel like that's mine, you know. And somewhere in the ether, I just claimed it and made it mine. And apparently six of us made it through to the interview round. And then next week, I've got the job, you know, and I was like, cool, great. And all my friends are looking at me like, like, how did you do that? You know, and they've got all these applications left, right and center, getting rejection after rejection, only to finally get a position. And the amount of energy that they put in versus mine, I was just like, yep, that's the one that I need. It's that level of precision, you know, I think that's what it is, the level of precision where you are so intuitively connected that it's not even so much about, and this is where we go the beyond manifesting, right? It wasn't about me wanting that job. It was like me knowing that that job was the one that was mine. 
you know, and I think that's the space that's beyond manifesting because everybody else is out there saying, I want, I want, I have, I have, whereas I'm just like, that's mine. <laughs> that was it. There was no two way about it. You know, like as far as I was concerned, I had that job. That was my placement. Didn't bother applying for anything else. And I got the one that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. So do you guys hear that? It's not about plan A, plan B, plan C. And, you know, we talk about that quite a bit in this show. Um I can't remember specifically, there's a show where I talk about how I had this house that I'm living in right now show up for me. And it's like, the energy that I want to talk about is not specifically about manifesting. It's about how, what do I want to say? There's a magnetic pull for what is available for you. And I think you guys need to understand that what's for you will always find you no matter what, no matter what. And so, you know, like what I really felt with Isha and her story is she has this energy and it's the frequency of being intrepid. So if you don't really know what that word means, it's like, no, what's for me will always find me and I'm going to have what I'm going to have. And also being aware enough to be, uh, to listen to the whispers of the universe or the whispers of the cosmos or, you know, whispers of God, of what it is that is for you and has a magnetic pull for you. And so when you think about this employment opportunity, it was like, okay, well, what's for me? And she was able to scan the cosmos and be like, oh, well, that's the one. And, you know, prepare her application and, you know, energetically, I'm not sure if you were doing this, but at a subatomic level, you were making love with this job and the job was like, yes, you are for me too. And so it's really important, you guys, to pay attention to knowing that what you desire desires you at a subatomic level it does and so if you don't feel that magnetic turn on for these opportunities if you're you know just going through a spreadsheet of schools or going through a spreadsheet of you know the big name brand employers or a spreadsheet of you know employers that will pay you over a hundred thousand dollars a year out of the gate you know like you can feel the math it's it's you know some people get turned on by math I do get turned on by strategy but I also get turned on by the opportunity of knowing that what I want is actually out there wanting me back and that's the easiest way I find for me to manifest is through that magnetic pull. I'm like, okay, but does that even have a pull for me? No. Okay, I'm certainly not doing that. Um, do you have a sense of how to calibrate this for yourself? Like when you think about your body, or like I calibrate with my spine, and I also calibrate with my heart, like I know what has a pull for me through my heart and through my spine. And I, my spine will give me like, you know, down to probably three or four decimal points of, of validity of truth. And I know you're energetic like that, but maybe explain, let me get a good question. So when you're calibrating for opportunities or you're aware of the magnetic pull of opportunities for you, what does it feel like for you? And how did you figure out that's what it felt like? 
I love this question. Um, and this is something I teach my clients a lot as well, you know, because, because people go, but how do you know if it's a yes or a no? It's getting in touch with your intuition, essentially. That's what the question is. How do you know? And what is that translation of that in the body? Because a lot of people think, you know, if they are getting intuitive whispers, they think, oh, but I'm just making it up or it's just in my head. And so it helps to have a physical calibration. I use my body a lot as well. Um, one of the easiest things that you can do is just to do some simple practices on feeling a yes and a no in your body. I mean, there are, it's a spectrum. It's a spectrum. I mean, some things are slightly more expansive or more contractive, you know, but if you're just starting out for someone who's like, how do I actually get that in the body? You just sit with yourself and you ask yourself the question, yes. And you notice the tiniest subtle shifts in sensation because your body knows what yes feels like and your body knows what no feels like. Right. So so for me, I mean, when I first started consciously doing this, because I was unconsciously doing this for a very long time as well. But then I had to figure out a way how to teach this to others. Right. So I used to teach like psychic development. I was like, how do I actually express this to people? And so I used to get people to sit in a room and I'd say to them something simple, like a question, very simple question, like, um, is it in my highest alignment to eat pizza for dinner tonight? And your body will tell you yes or no, right? And the question is worded very specifically. It's not, is this good for me? It's, is it in my highest alignment? That's the way that I ask all questions. Is this in my highest alignment? Because if it's in your highest alignment and your body gives you a yes, then you know that that is going to give you the highest possible timeline and outcome for your soul trajectory. So you, you practice with little things. You practice just simple yes and no questions. And you start to understand, how does my body speak yes to me? How does my body speak? no to me what is that sensation in the body because there will be a physical sensation most time like nine times out of ten um and it could be different for you as well but normally when i run this as an exercise with my clients they say that a yes feels like an expansion like a lifting of the heart and a no feels like a contraction nine times out of ten that's just something i've learned so that's a very simple practice that you can do even as you're listening to this show today you know you can just tune in what does yes feel like what does no feel like so i just did that over and over and over again until i didn't need the exercise anymore so I calibrate it that way yeah I love it and we do talk about that you know knowing viscerally in your body what a yes feels like what a no feels like what turn on feels like in your body what turn off feels like in your body and super super important for you guys to understand that this is a journey this is a spectrum this is something that you are learning to embody and there's like everything in the world is trying to distract us from this information that we have intrinsically inside our heart inside our spine inside our cells what's correct for us so please be willing to spend the next 700 of your years of your life mastering it you know what else are you gonna do scroll on facebook <laughs> so we're heading into our second break you are listening to big fat lies i'm here with my guest isha patel this is jennifer kramer lewis on the inspired choices network see you after the break have you ever said to yourself i knew i shouldn't do that how did that feel what did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be.
How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer-Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jenniferkramerlewis.com. Oh my goodness. Welcome back, you guys. I want to ask you, Isha, because I have a thousand more questions and I want to make sure that people know about your summit. Can you explain to us what you're doing in your summit? I also am so excited. How many little girls are going to school uh, from your proceeds of your summit? I want to know that. And I want you to let us know what they can find with your summit. Thank you. Yeah, so the Global Awakening Summit is my little baby right now. It's actually leading into the 222222 gateway. That's a lot of twos. The 22nd of February. Um, So we've got a three-day event coming up leading into that. And it really is a solution-focused transformational experience. So it's not just a regular summit. If you are going to be joining us, and I hope you will, it'll be a very experiential opportunity with activations. We've got world-class speakers joining us. We've got um, Makozi, the Royal Shaman. We've got Harry Singer, who's an amazing world-class speaker. Obviously, we've got myself who'll be leading some processes, some transformational experiences for you guys. And the entire summit, because it is designed to be solution-focused, we are leading the pathway in that by offering all proceeds on VIP ticket sales to charity. And yes, so far, we are so excited. We have raised enough money to send 25 little children in India to school for a whole year. Our goal is to make that 100. We hope that in the next 10 days, and we're absolutely sure we're going to get there, is to make that 100 so we can transform the lives of 100 kids in India. And India very close to home. I'm born in India. I have seen firsthand the slums, the the disparity of life I have experienced. Um, We won't go into this in this show today, but my family has experienced direct poverty. And so to be able to educate these children and give them the kind of life and opportunity that I've had, it means the absolute world to me. So I'm so, so excited to be hosting this Global Awakening Summit to raise the frequency of the planet while making a massive difference in the world as well. That's so beautiful. So beautiful. I just, I think the more that we understand that moving away from the little I, like, ooh, me, 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 how am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to take care of myself? I mean, obviously, you do have to pay your bills. You do have to take care of yourself. You do have to raise your level of mastery on this planet and make sure that, you know, you get out Maslow's hierarchy of needs, have a look, because there's going to be some things that you're doing already to take care of yourself. And the more that you can recognize that you do have a level of mastery with manifestation, the more it can actually show up for you more often. It's like when you're like, okay, well, I can always get a good parking spot. I always know when somebody's texted me, like even last night, Isha and I are on different sides of the world and my phone was plugged in in the kitchen and I'm like, 
I got to go look at that phone. And there was a message from Isha. And so the universe is always giving you messages. And the more you start to become uh, on a congruent frequency with the messages that the universe wants to give you, the more manifestation is just like, well, of course, I can pay my bills. Of course, I can have a beautiful place to live. Of course, I can have a gorgeous partner who adores me, who I adore. You know, of course, life is working for me. Rather than, you know, what new skill do I need to learn in order to be able to get what I want? And there's a complete difference, you guys, between getting what you want and getting what wants you even. Like to feel that energy, it's like, ooh, what else wants me? And so that I talk about that quite a bit. Isha, do you get the frequency of what's available for people? Like I know, I mean, you're such a big hearted person and, um, you know, that comes through in like I watched your master class to make sure that I knew who you were. And, you know, because I just I don't invite a lot of people on the show. It's, it's me a lot of the time because I do channel a lot of things. And so you know, it's important to me to have my channeling needs met because that's one of my skills. And I know that you do that. But I, I just wanted to offer you an opportunity. Like, what are you aware of that's coming for people in a way that is so beautiful and so available that if they can actually get their head up long enough and, you know, quit worrying about, you know, how to pay the minimum payment on their visa, that they could actually just pay off their fucking visa. You know, I just, I really, I want to know what you know about what's available for people right now. I know that when you're in your highest alignment, abundance will always follow you and back you to do what it is that you're here to do. And to be honest, this question brings up a lot of emotions in me, you know, because I spend all day, every day speaking to beautiful, good-hearted people who want to do something in the world. And then I offer them a course or program and they say, Isha, I love to, but I can't afford it. I'm like, no, you don't understand. When you say yes, the universe will give you the money. And I've seen it over and over again. People join my courses in such faith, you know, because, because they're committing to spiritual development. When someone works with me, they're committing to spiritual development. And guess who backs that? Spirit backs that. You know, and, and everything is so divinely guided that, you know, I have had people who've said things to me in the past, like I spent my last hundred dollars to, to put down a deposit for something. And next thing they're getting windfalls of 3000, 5,000, the record is $50,000 manifested within seven days of saying yes to what is in their highest soul alignment, you know? And the other thing is behind the scenes, yeah, we have agreements with the universe. You know, when I say agreements, I say co-creation, shall I? We have co-created with the universe a system and a plan to help everyone who enters the field into their highest alignment and therefore also their highest abundance. The two are not mutually exclusive. They're actually so connected. And so I know that what's waiting for them is just for people to say yes to themselves, yes to their divinity, yes to recognize who they are knowing that all the 3D stuff, it's going to work out. Just stop worrying about that. Stop stressing about, you know, thinking that you have to put your focus on, on the nitty gritty things in life. Because if you actually let go and let God, what happens is God goes, here you go. Here's the money to live your best life. Here you go. Here's the support you need. Here you go. Here are the books that you need. Here are the mentors that you need. Here are the people that are going to guide you, your tribe, your community that are going to support you in this process. And I have seen that over and over and over again. And so it's a bittersweet question because on the one hand, it breaks my heart when I see people 
people who don't realize that, but also brings me so much joy every day to be the person spreading that message for others so they can recognize and to see the examples of myself and also I'm sure so many in your community as well, Jennifer, who are opening up, waking up to that reality and going, hang on a second, it's not just me, it's me and the divine, not me or the divine. And so when the two worlds come together and you recognize that everything in this universe is finding you, it's looking for you, it's wanting you to live your best life, then all you have to do is show up and say yes. Yeah. I just, I agree with you so much and I see it over and over in my business as well. It's like um, in 2016, I did my first course on wealth and it just, it was bashing me over the head to create it. And it was a six-week course. And in the next six months after doing that six-week course, like I, I checked back with the people in six months, 20 people had created over a million dollars in like money, uh, opportunities, jobs they never had, um, inheritances that they weren't expecting, uh, um, uh, real estate windfalls, you know, like they bought a property for this much money. And then all of a sudden something happened and their property was worth like four or five times what they bought it for. And, you know, like, I think it's really important for people to realize that money, and I say this a ton, you guys, money is not the primary currency of choice. It's not choice trumps everything. So, you know, like we were talking earlier about, you know, is it in my highest and what did we say? Is it in the highest and best good? Say it. Is it in the highest and best good? Highest alignment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is it in my highest alignment to choose this? Is it in my highest alignment to put this deposit down? Is it in my highest alliance alignment? Alliance. Interesting. There's a good one. Uh, you know, to have more association with this person, you know, because we realize, and, you know, maybe you've heard it enough, you are the sum total of the top five people that you're spending time with, you know, so if your culture doesn't have, like the top five people that you're spending time with don't have the type of affluence that you would like to have, it's super important for you to start moving into different realms, even, um, you guys might not even know who this is. His name's Aristotle Onassis. And he was one of, he's a shipping magnet. He's, um, he's passed away now. Uh, but he, you know, grew up dirt poor, ended up, you know, one of the most um, extraordinarily affluent people in the world. And what he used to say was always live at the best address, even if you have to live in the attic. And so thinking about that for yourself, like intellectually, or physically, like moving towards the type of people that you would like to be, have an idol, like, why not? You know, even, you know, for me, I've been writing a list of 100 people that I want to be more like. And, you know, it may be that they have physical attributes, like they take better care of their body, or they take better care of their home, or they take better care of their relationships, or, you know, they take better care of their spirit than I do, and I want to be more like them. And one of the things that I really, really recommend is that you start to keep notes on your own development. 
start to keep notes on your own development because the more you recognize how much you've changed and that's why I asked Isha like how much has she changed in the last 10 years and you know like she's on the top you know she's heading up on her bell curve right now so there was quite a while there that the you know her bell was like going up slowly and she probably didn't even recognize it and so now she's she's on you know quite a beautiful peak and the more you realize that and the reason why I always say the next 700 years of your life is because it could be 700 years before you get to be a Buddha or you get to fully be the Christ consciousness and who cares you're going to get another life if you want one you know <laughs> you just are and you know even in this lifetime I would say that I've had probably 20 lives already in this lifetime when I look at where I started from you know I grew up on a horse farm so I was very uh you know I was puppies and kitties and ponies rich uh you know but we weren't super cash rich and, you know, but I still managed to have, a, you know, an incredible abundant life as a young person, you know, if I wanted something, somebody would buy it for me, I just really didn't have a point of view about who, oh my goodness, so we're heading into the next break, and when we come out of the break, we're just going to ask Isha, like, if she had one thing that, uh, that she knows that you need to know about yourself and your development and manifestation. So we're going to leave that, let uh, Isha uh, chew on that. Uh, my name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis. I'm here with Isha Patel on Big Fat Lies, and we are on Inspired Choices Network. Join us after the break. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis, stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. Awesome, you guys. Welcome back. And I do want to remind you that I know super freaking cool people, people that you would ordinarily have to spend $100,000 for them to coach you one on one. And so if you're not showing up on Friday afternoons at one o'clock Pacific, and you're really making a demand in your universe to change some things, and you would like some simple, pragmatic, practical tools in order to be able to do that, then I would just set your alarm for one o'clock Pacific, ask some questions in the audience. We always have a blast here. It's very casual. Nobody's going to make you feel wrong if you're like, you know what, Jennifer, I looked at Maslow's hierarchy of needs and I'm like failing on the bottom triangle. <laughs> it's like, whatever. This is a spectrum. I'm sure there's some things that you are just 
having an amazing time with. So please do set your alarm for one o'clock Pacific. You can listen us, listen to us. You can come into the studio audience at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com forward slash chat room and engage with us. I'm so actually so grateful for my network. And I'm not joking when I say you really do need 100 people that are your mentors, that are people that you figure have something that you would like to have. And it's not a place, you know, I mean, you could be jealous, you might be one of those people that gets really motivated by jealousy. But you know what I get motivated, motivated by is excellence. I'm like, does this person have a level of excellence with something that I can emulate, that I can learn from, that I can be turned on by, that I can be motivated by? And so maybe ask that of yourself. How many people in your immediate sphere have a level of excellence that you can be motivated by? And if it's nobody, you know, it might actually be you. You might have to go look in the mirror and be like, wow, do I have a level of excellence that other people are motivated by? And if you do, then it's really your job to keep being excellent and to up your excellence game. And so I would say that that's something about Isha is that she ups her excellence game probably every five minutes like I do. Um, so Isha, before the break, like if you had one thing to share with people, like I know I let you channel a little bit before, but if, if there was like one tool other than the yes, no, what else would you like to share with people? I think my, my key message is always this. It's that you have a choice in your life and you have a choice to either choose the nitty gritty day-to-day hustle and grind, or you can choose the magic. You know, my motto is less hustle, more magic. And sometimes it can get really easy to get caught up in just, oh, but I have to do this and I have to do that. But do you really? Like, if you think about, you know, who you are as a human being and also as a divine being, God is there. Your spirit is there. Your divinity is there. And also the I self is also there. And when you get all those pieces working together in harmony, what happens is you just get to flow through life and allow yourself to be available to what's already yours, you know, to just be available to that, that magnetism. And when you show up in service, you know, when you show up in service and that commitment to actually be your best self and live your best life, it starts with you. And it starts by saying yes. The number of times that we think we can't or it's too hard or it's too difficult. And all that needs to change in that moment is, is the feeling on the inside from contraction to expansion. And the inside, the internal, what's in here, there is always a choice in that. So in every moment, no matter what you are doing in your reality, no matter what you're experiencing in life, no matter how difficult it is right now, you have the power to create your reality. You can, maybe you couldn't consciously create the moment that you just had before you, but you can consciously create the next one. And it starts with taking a deep breath in, remembering who you really are, finding that light in yourself, radiating that out and changing your future, literally one breath at a time. Mm, I love that. I love that. And it is about breath and it is about constriction and contraction, you know, cause it's oh, so, so much, so, so much. Like what I also want to remind you guys is I meditate 
every single freaking day. Sometimes I meditate three times a day. Sometimes I bathe twice a day. Sometimes it's like uh, meditate, bathe, meditate, bathe, meditate. (laughs) I live in Canada in the mountains. There's a lot of water here for you water freaks. But super, super important to take care of your physical being and your spirit, because there's such a um, there's such a partnership between your physical being and your spirit. And, you know, you came here to have an experience in a physical body. You know, you're a spirit. You're an infinite being spirit floating around the cosmos. But you've decided you know, you might not remember it, you decided to come here and have a physical experience. And so the physical experience does include polarity, it can include trauma, but it's up to us to take the very, very best care of our spirit. And so it's like as above, so below. So if you feel like your spirit is in trauma, it might be a really great time to take care of your physical body. And if you feel like your physical body is in trauma, it's most likely that your spirit needs attention. And so, you know, those things, when I think about the spirit and the body, I think about the yin yang, right? So it's like, how much better care can you take care of you with? And I think that's the last question that I want to ask you is when you feel like you're in polarity, when you feel like you're not congruent with what it is that you're creating, you know, from time to time, what would you say that your go-to strategy is to get some integration and to take care of yourself? Just like you, Jennifer, meditation is be all and all of everything I do. I, I attribute my entire life success to my meditation practice. You know, it's that connecting in every day, dropping into the heart, and then taking that connection down into the earth, up to source, coming back to center in remembering who I am. And then I can make a clear decision and, and have clarity in, in the new direction because we can all get lost in our thoughts some, from time to time and emotions and things can happen. You know, life happens to everyone. No one's immune to that. Um, but you can always choose to come back to center. And it is, it's taking a deep breath in. It's finding that light in here. I call it the heart star. I breathe my heart star out and it's like everything is better again. Mm, I love it. I love it, you guys. So take a ton of baths. If you're like me, if you're a water baby, and you know, salt water is the thing that helps you get grounded and back to source, do a ton of meditating. I know that people really feel like, oh, well, meditation, I don't know how to do that. Well, it's another skill. It's another skill. And you know, if you have 700 more years of your life, to be able to master the skill of meditation, like I can drop into a meditation just sitting at my desk, I'm like, okay, I need to just, you know, get grounded, calm down and, and meditate before I even step into this next thing that I need to do. I've been doing meditation for a really, really long time. And so it's not about time, really, it's about the willingness to make big changes for yourself. And I would say meditation is one of the biggest keys out there. And there's a ton of different people that you can learn meditations from. Most likely, if you pop onto Isha's Summit, we're going to learn a ton about that. So thank you, Isha, for showing up. Thank you for listening to Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer-Lewis. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 
3 p.m. Central and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, Jennifer invites you to laugh at limitation and live life delightfully by opening your eyes to the big fat lies.